to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I cannot wait to have this quick little chat with you because this is going to be so supportive in you really connecting more to your body and your hunger levels and using your cycle phases to actually do that, which is one of the best parts about aligning to your cycle. So what we're talking about today is eating for your cycle phases and your fluctuating hormone levels, but we're not getting into the nitty gritty of how to actually shift your nutrition based off of your cycle phase. That's where my program on your cycle comes in. But what we are going to talk about is how your hunger levels actually change because of where you're at in your cycle and how by aligning to your cycle, it really allows you to have structure, but it also allows you to connect to your body and be more intuitive about the things that you're doing, which is one of the things I love most about connecting to your cycle because I am someone who does like structure. Like, surprise, surprise, I'm a little bit type A. I do like having some structure. I do thrive in that type of a setting, but I also feel like I like having some freedom with it and I don't like being too rigid. And when, for me, that's one of the things I love most about aligning to my cycle is that it gives you the structure of, okay, here are the most supportive things in this phase. Here are the most supportive things in this phase for eating-wise, for working out, for productivity, for all of it, but it allows you to flow throughout the month and shift what you're doing so it doesn't feel rigid every single day, and it kind of like narrows the options that you have in a way of not saying you can't eat certain things in certain phases. That's not what I'm saying at all, but it just, for me, it just narrows the options in my head of what's most supportive and what's actually going to feel good, so it just makes it easier to listen to what you really desire. That has been my experience with it. And that's one of the reasons why I love it so much because it's like structure meets flow and that's like my sweet spot. And I love it so much. So anyway, what we were talking about though, were your hunger levels. So a private client of mine, we were on a one-on-one call and she was telling me that she noticed that she went a little bit longer without being hungry one day. She's like, is it okay if I was like five hours or more? Should I eat? Da, da, da. So we had a whole conversation about it. And something that I brought up was, okay, well, what phase of your cycle were you in? Because what's really amazing is that Our hunger levels are going to shift based off of where you're at in your cycle because our metabolism changes based on where you're at in your cycle. So before you ovulate in your follicular phase, also in your menstrual phase, but mostly you're going to experience this in your follicular phase, you are going to experience that you aren't as hungry. You could get away with having a little bit more time in between meals. You might not feel like you need heavier meals in that follicular phase. And that is not me saying to cut your calories, to have just salad and carrot sticks all day. Like that is not what I'm saying. But in comparison to your luteal phase, you will notice a shift. And this is because in your follicular phase, your metabolism is naturally slower. And the reason why it's slower is because the presence of progesterone, the sex hormone, 
is not there yet. That is why when you move to your luteal phase, you will notice that you're more hungry because your metabolism is quicker because progesterone is now present. So let me just go through a little bit of the cycle phases in case you're kind of new to it and I want to make sure we're all on the same page. So if also, if you're someone who is pregnant, you're not experiencing cycle phases. And if you are someone who's on hormonal birth control, you're also not experiencing cycle phases. Okay, so um, we start off day one of your cycle is the day one you start bleeding. That is the start of your menstrual phase, and that's about three to seven days long. Then we move into the follicular phase, and this is where your hormone levels start rising, right? Your menstrual phase, your hormones are all at their lowest levels. We enter the follicular phase, and this is the phase before you ovulate, and your hormone levels are slow starting to increase to prepare for ovulation. Then, and that's the most variable time of your cycle too, so the length of time is going to be different from person to person because everyone ovulates on a different day, and your ovulation time can shift based off of your internal and external environment. So stress, getting sick, travel, over-exercising, under-eating, like random things that could happen could shift when you ovulate, so it is going to make the the length of time for your follicular phase very variable, which is why tracking your ovulation is so, so, so important. Okay, and then we move into your ovulation phase, and this is when your hormones are at their peak levels, and then ovulation is what produces the hormone progesterone. And now we move into the luteal phase where progesterone is now present. Before ovulation, we had estrogen levels rising and testosterone levels rising, but we did not have the presence of progesterone, which is why your metabolism is naturally slower. But after we ovulate and we produce the hormone progesterone, we move into the luteal phase, which is the 10 to 14 days before you start bleeding. This is the phase that gets a bad rap of PMS. If you have hormone imbalances and you experience PMS, this is the phase it's going to happen in, but it is not a requirement. This is just the direct result of having a disproportionate amount of progesterone to estrogen levels. But this is where your metabolism is naturally going to be quicker because progesterone is present and progesterone increases your metabolic rate, which is why when you are tracking your cycle and you are tracking your basal body temperature, your temperature increases after ovulation and it will stay high if your progesterone levels are healthy in that luteal phase because the metabolic rate increases, which causes your basal body temperature to also increase. Okay, so I have to interrupt this really quick to tell you the story. So I was at bar today, and it's a workout class if you're not familiar with it. Um, it's my favorite one for my follicular and ovulation phase. I'm obsessed with it. And at the end of the class, the instructor pulled me aside. I've been friends, you know, I've been going to the studio for years and years, so I'm friendly with her. So she pulls me aside, she's like, Corinne, I think, I feel like I need to make a commercial about the Miracle Worker Magnesium. She's like, I am obsessed with it. I cannot believe how much different I feel. I she's And she's older, so she's uh, 50, not older, but I'm just I'm saying she's not like reproductive age. And she said something that she noticed or she's heard a lot about is that people in that age range, once you hit 50, you just feel like a little heaviness going on, whatever. So she's like, it's gone. I don't have that 3 p.m. slump anymore. Her sleep is better. She's just like, I am obsessed with it. Thank you so much for sharing it. And then she was asking me what other products from Gut Personal I recommend. So in case you're like, Corinne, what are you talking about? You maybe haven't heard me talk about this yet. Gut Personal is a supplement company that is targeted around gut health specifically. And the reason why I'm obsessed with it is, number one, it's female-founded. So hello, you know I love that. The founder is actually a friend of mine. She was on this podcast before. Um, her name is Bridget Carroll. She's a functional registered dietitian. She's incredible. So it is these supplements are created by someone who knows what the hell they're talking about. They're not just someone who's trying to make 
fake money. And what they created is a quiz that you could take that, that pinpoints whatever symptoms you have going on in your gut, whether it's bloating, constipation, diarrhea, um, heartburn or gas or rashes or headaches, whatever it is going on for you. And it, recommend specific supplements based off the symptoms that you are experiencing. Also specific probiotics, which is really cool. So it's a really personalized way to take care of your gut health without actually working one-on-one with someone on your gut, which is so cool. But what I want to bring to your attention about this is this quiz. And what she was asking me, she said, what are the supplements I recommend? And obviously I'll talk to you about the ones that I love and I use all the time. But what's mo- what's the coolest part is that you can take this quiz and see what's best for you. Obviously the Miracle Worker Magnesium is for sure number one. Everybody is deficient in magnesium because the soil is depleted in those nutrients. When we're stressed out, it strips us of magnesium. Like literally you, our body uses magnesium to help us when we're in you're really stressful situations, not even really stressful, just day-to-day life. So highly recommend that for everybody. And the reason why it is so effective, and I get DMs almost daily about how much better people sleep are, poops are, all the things from the Miracle Worker, is because it is a really absorbable form of magnesium. It's called magnesium bisglycinate. There are other forms of magnesium, like magnesium um, citrate, that are not as absorbable. There's others as well. But this one is so effective because of how absorbable it is. So I highly recommend that one. The other ones that I always take are the vitamin D. My husband and I both take all of these. The Miracle Worker, the vitamin D, the Soother. I'm a chocolate girl, so I love chocolate. My husband, Chris, likes the vanilla, so I give him the vanilla. Um, The Healer has been instrumental for me in healing my gut. I love it. The Booster um, for the probiotic for what I'm dealing with with my gut right now. But really what I would encourage you to do is to go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. Take that free quiz. It's like 10 minutes to take it. It tops. And it will give you a list of what supplements are recommended for you. And what's even cooler is that because you're a listener of this podcast and they are a sponsor of the show, you get a sweet discount when you use use code Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E at checkout. So go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne and use code Corinne at checkout to get your discount. And of course, if you have any questions about their products, shoot me a message on Instagram at Corinne Angelica and I will be so happy to support you in it because damn, do these supplements work? And I'm obsessed with them. All right, let's get back into today's episode. Okay, so that is just the basics. So before you ovulate, your metabolism is slower because progesterone is not present. After you ovulate in the luteal phase, your metabolism is quicker because progesterone is present. So obviously, if our metabolism is changing, of course, it's going to affect so many other things. But again, we're not getting into the nitty gritty of all of that right now. But of course, if your metabolism is changing, it's going to shift your hunger levels. So things that you might be eating in your follicular phase, if you're like, oh, I had a smoothie for breakfast, and then I had like a salad with quinoa and avocado for lunch, I had dinner, like a lentil soup or something, literally like what I had the other day, which is why it just came to mind. Um, and then you try and do that in your luteal phase, you're going to be like, oh my God, why am I so hungry after that smoothie? Why is this salad with quinoa not filling me up? Why am I feeling like I need a snack? And it's not because you're crazy. It's because you generally need more food in your luteal phase because your metabolism is quicker. And on top of that, in your luteal phase, again, the 10 to 14 days before your period, your blood sugar is also naturally more dysregulated, which means you're going to be, you're probably going to want to have an extra snack in there and not go as many hours in between meals. Because when you go too long in between meals, especially in that luteal phase, it can dysregulate your blood sugar because it's just not as stable. Whereas in the follicular phase, before you ovulate, you're probably going to be able to 
go. Again, it's different for everybody. And if your blood sugar is really jacked up, this might not be, you know, something that you experience. This is where the, obviously the mind your hormones method comes in, making sure that that's under control so that you can experience these shifts with more um, ease. But in that follicular phase, if your blood sugar is balanced out, you'll notice that you're able to go longer in between meals. You might be able to go four or five hours in between meals, five, yeah, probably about like four or five hours in between meals. Again, it depends on your activity level. It depends on how much you're working out. It depends on everything, right? It's so dependent on each person, but in in general, you might experience that. Whereas in your luteal phase, you might only be able to go about three hours, three and a half hours. Then you're like, why am I hungry again? And it's not because you're crazy. And this is where the intuitive part and connecting back to your body comes in because so many times we feel like, well, I wasn't hungry last week when I ate that ate this. I'm not changing anything else. I didn't work out any more or less. Like I shouldn't be hungry, so I'm not gonna honor my hunger cues. I'm just going to not eat and starve myself. And then you get hangry or you get a headache or you get in a bad mood or you feel fatigued or whatever, and you dysregulate your blood sugar further. This is where knowing about your cycle phases allows you to actually be more intuitive and connect with your body because you're like, ooh. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm hungry again all of a sudden. It's been like three, three and a half hours. Last week I was able to go longer. But, oh, that's right. I'm in my luteal phase. Okay. So let me make sure I get myself a snack in between lunch and dinner because I don't want to go longer in between because it's going to further dysregulate your blood sugar, which is going to cause more PMS and more hormonal imbalances. So instead of assuming that you're going to need the same amount of food in every single cycle phase every single day, look at what cycle phase you're in and recognize that you're not crazy and that you are feeling a certain way for a reason. And that's where like aligning to your cycle really allows you, it really validates how you're already feeling. It's You already are probably feeling these things, but you're just not allowing yourself to think it's normal. Of course, there are certain things that are not normal, like period pain, you know, fatigue during the day, brain fog, all those things. Obviously, those things are not normal. But certain hunger levels are not being able to perform a workout like you did in a different time. All of these things, we are always second-guessing ourselves and not listening to our body and thinking like, oh, but I should be able to do this workout right now. I should be full after this meal. I shouldn't be hungry right now. And that's where aligning to your cycle really comes in because it validates how you are already feeling, which is what fosters that more intuitive eating, more intuitive choice of your workouts, of uh, more intuitive choices of how you are what productivity tasks you're doing throughout the day and how you're scheduling your life and just that connection to your body. And that is what I love about it so freaking much. This, again, this is where we dive deep into an on your cycle, which if you're listening to this in real time, this is going to be coming out again towards the end of September. So if you are someone that wants to like really dive into your cycle phases and learn how to align your life to your cycle, DM me on Instagram at Corinne Angelica and I will give you all the details for that. It's coming up soon. So if you are like, oh my God, I want more info, just message me, okay? But what I want for you to do right now is your action step after you finish this podcast is to pay attention to your hunger levels and connect it back to your cycle phase. Because again, this is going to allow you to be like, oh, okay, I'm validating the way I'm feeling. It makes sense. This is why this is happening. So I'm going to allow myself to listen to my body. I'm going to nurture my body and actually give it what it needs. So pay attention to your hunger cues, connect it back to your cycle phase, and notice how it shifts from pre-ovulatory, right, in your follicular phase to post-ovulatory in your luteal phase. 
Pre-ovulatory, you're going to notice that you probably are not as hungry in between meals. You could go a little bit longer. You might be fine on like like a smoothie or just lighter foods. Whereas in your luteal phase, the 10 to 14 days before your period, you're going to notice that you're hungrier. You need to increase your portion size. You need to throw in an extra snack there. That is normal. That is not only normal, that is what's most supportive for you. So just pay attention to those hunger cues, listen to yourself, connect it back to your cycle phase, and just notice how it starts shifting. Because that's the first step is notice noticing it and then giving yourself the uh, gift of actually listening to your body and giving it what it needs. So I hope this is helpful for you. If you love this kind of episode and this information, please message me on Instagram and let me know that you love it or share it on Instagram. I am obsessed with this community. You guys are literally the best. I'm just so grateful for you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.